I missed you. I missed you so much. In one night. Are we gonna go to school or? Nope. I don't think we are. Nope, we're just gonna stay here. Summer sessions in session, expect the unexpected. I'm talking to me and it's the seconds. This podcast perfection. Keep you guessing what methods I'm messing with the new section. And it's the dopest podcast on earth. Best you rep. So, you know we on. Tell me that we on. Yo, this is the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yo, this is the dope show. Yeah, we on. Tell me that we on. Yeah, this be the dope show. Dope show. We play the ghost exclusive. But I've listened to every episode. What up, what up, what up, what up? Going down. We're all be recording the show. <laughs> Regular everyday questions. Welcome to the G Splash Summer Sessions, aka the G6. G6. Talk about all the coolest pop culture news stories of the week. You know how it goes down. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, and this is Summer Sessions number 26 of the Dopest Podcast. That was a Will Smith reference. Also, we got Katie on the show. Hello, everybody. Turn up. I'm turnt. Oh man, we got a good, a loaded show. We got all kinds of news to talk about. I completely yeah. forgot to reorder this list, so I'm going to oh, refer to a different one. So, Katie, I hope you're ready to be on and your I'm toes. Always. Uh, but for some yeah. upcoming episodes, Katie, let's talk about these real quick because I don't think you have seen the latest updates that I've made because I just made them. But on summer sessions number 27, next <sighs> week we'll be talking about Ad Astra as well as Sylvester Stallone's latest installment in the Rambo series. The last Can I say blood? I've seen zero Rambo movies. Oh, come on. Yep. And space films. Not like Guardians of the Galaxy space, but like astronaut space films are my least favorite genre. So Tune in, so you never folks. saw you never saw like uh, Matthew McConaughey's movie Interstellar. Interstellar. I did not. It that space freaks me out. But well, that's what we're I'm talking about it. next week. So I hope you grab I'm, your oxygen tank because you might need it. I was once watching Apollo thirteen on a plane that had to make an emergency landing, and the oxygen tanks did deploy. So maybe that's why I don't like space movies anymore. Yikes! It's a story for a different day. And for our summer sessions finale. <laughs> We'll be talking that Wu Tang American Saga. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Oh, Button. I love Button. the Wu Tang. Although probably never used, but anyway. So we got those two episodes coming up. You know how we do. And then we got episode number one hundred. Crazy. NYCC. NYCC. We have Chris Bucky Watts in the building. We'll be doing covering. All kinds of cool stuff that we're doing at Comic-Con. We'll also have Katie back on the show for the first Splash Trash Man episode where we'll talk about Joker. Has been getting crazy good reviews. I'm very anxious, and I hope it lives up to the hype. Me too. But on that note, let's get into this news. Hope you're ready. Hope you're ready. On your toes. Here we go. We've been talking about this all the way from the jump. Run, run, run. Uh, <laughs> movie pass officially <laughs> folds that's right movie pass announced on friday that the service would be officially shutting down as of saturday 
The move comes because efforts to recapitalize MoviePass have not been successful to date, the company said in a statement. And it's no secret that MoviePass had undergone several overhauls in attempt to find a workable uh, subscription model. But it seems as though this might be the service's final salvo. Basically, the parent company of, of MoviePass is looking for financing to keep the service going, but there's, quote, there are uh, there can be no assurance that any such financing will be obtained. Duh. They had this, look, look I'll say this, and I've been saying this from, from, from the jump. They had, they had a decent subscription model, but they got cocky with it, I think. I don't know what happened. They got, like, investors and dropped the price, but, man, $50 a buck, like, 50 bucks a month is not... A, not that much money to see a movie like unlimited no. movies every day with no restriction anyway they finally folded we've been covering this story like i said all the way back from the beginning so it's official it's over it's sad for the investors like i know that there's the people who put it together and all that and they've got money to burn but a bunch of people invested in the stocks when they were flooding the market with stocks to try to get the shares up and people regular everyday people lost a ton of money which is really sad yeah and then it just got weird and shady with it but yeah. i will i will always treasure the days of movie pass it was a good it was a good run you had a good run round of applause you had a good run round of but you didn't do it you failed amc a list amc a list is is, is is winning right now but uh regal's not far behind although they gotta break, get rid of them surcharges man Fuck is wrong I with know. you guys? Right? I, used to, I love Regal. I used to work for Regal. Come on, bro. That's another story. For another time. But speaking of things yes. leaving, going, coming, and arriving. <laughs> that was a weird segue. I don't know where you're going with this. What's happening? Where do go next? Seinfeld is headed to Netflix. Seinfeld. All right. Yeah, Seinfeld's headed to Netflix, which is a big jump. Uh, Netflix announced that all 180 episodes of Seinfeld will be available worldwide on the streaming platform in 2021, which is when Seinfeld's current deal with Hulu expires. Seinfeld's distributor approached HBO Max and other uh, platforms during negotiation, but Netflix won out. What, what's your take on this? Because as a Hulu subscriber... And a Netflix subscription. Hulu's your number one jam, isn't it? I it's it's definitely jump. I've jumped ship. I used to be Netflix all the time, every because Netflix had Always Sunny. That was on background for it still is. It still is. I'm sure my roommate hates hearing the, the theme song all the as much as I it, it plays in my, in his house. So I apologize to him for that. <laughs> yeah, they they lost that, and I was like, eh, all right. Then I started watching The Office, and I was like. Went through that whole thing a couple of times. Mm, got over that. And then I started... Rude. Well, I, I still love The Office. A couple of shows have been... Le slowly shows... Good shows have been leaving Netflix. And Seinfeld, obviously, coming to Netflix is great for Netflix. But I know that Peacock is going to have The Office. Hulu's still getting shows, though. Like, they got Always Sunny, which is a big show. Friends left Netflix. Which is, I think, is going to HBO Max. Like all the more these streaming platforms come out, like it'll be interesting to see what shows go where. I agree. They just need one super platform, one monopoly. Yeah, it's called of everything ever. Well, it's called Apple because <laughs> Apple has <laughs> within the Apple Plus platform, you can have all your subscriptions under one roof. And I don't think it's as good as Amazon's. 
But what do I know? Some things. You know some things. I originally had one story for this part of the show, but I'm just going to... There was a couple of other things that I chose to ignore, but I think I'm just going to air it all out. And Katie, you can pick and choose what you ultimately want to talk about the most. A couple of things came out from Marvel. We have Haley Steinfeld is joining the MCU. She will... Sounds like she's going to be playing Kate Bishop for the Hawkeye series, which is great. She's a great actress. She was in... She played Gwen Stacy in Into the Spider-Verse. She was in the that latest Bumblebee movie. Also from Marvel, there was a deleted scene that hit the internet that's got everyone buzzing. And I feel like John Favreau did this on purpose. But it's a clip where you see Nick Fury talking about mutants as well as Spider-Man or somebody getting bit by a spider in the the the, the, the uh what is it? The post-credit scene. From Iron Man. In Iron Man. Yeah. I feel like that he did this as like, let me just do this. So if it ever, if it comes to fruition, like we had this clip, but, and if it doesn't, then it's yes. no, no, no harm, no foul. Right. And I don't know why they couldn't have, I mean, I guess, yeah, it would have been disappointing had they had this line and then nothing had come of the MCU. But if you're familiar at all with Marvel, you know who Nick Fury is and what he is attempting to do with the Avengers initiative so referencing it in a larger scope and who would have been in it I don't think would have been very problematic to say that Uh, yeah actually now that I think I mean now that you say that probably you're probably right because it wouldn't probably it wouldn't have mattered it because if Iron Man didn't do well or the other movies didn't do well and they just closed up shop no one would have ever known but the fact that they but no one would have been like, but I was really looking forward to what he yeah. was referencing in the cut scene. Right. Because like, if the movie sucked, nobody would have cared about nobody would have cared if more got made. Yeah. But I think if the and then that's one way it could have gone. The other way is that if that everything had been done the way it was and there was no Spider-Man and there was and they never got Fox, then they just look like idiots. Idiots. It makes me what this little news story made me wonder is. What else is out there? Like, what other things have been filmed that will never see the light of day? You know, it'll be really, you know, (laughs) you know, it'll be really fucked up is that uh, if there was um, a scene with Hugh Jackman and Robert Downey Jr. somewhere down the line (laughs) as like Wolverine making a cameo for Iron Man. I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure it doesn't exist. But now speaking of Iron Man, staying on top with Marvel, on topic with Marvel, tell me you've heard this rumor that. He's in the Black Widow film. I have not heard that rumor. Yeah. Apparently, it's a... Ugh. No one knows if it's... I guess it has been confirmed. We won't know until that movie comes out 1,000 or 3,000, if you want to talk about it. Apparently, the scene is kind of that ending scene with Tony Stark and Natasha talking at the end of Civil War when he's like, you know, they're coming for you. You need to watch your back. And she's like, bruh. I'm not the one that needs to be watching their backs, bruh. And then she disappears. We don't see her for a while. T'Challa told Ross what you did, so... They're coming for you. I'm not the one that needs to watch their back. But the, the irony or the ironic thing is that her first film was an Iron Man film, and then his last film, Black Widow film... I don't know. (laughs) Full circle. I don't know if that... I don't know if anybody really cares. I feel like people aren't ready to see Iron Man come back yet. No, like the like we put we laid him 
to rest. But apparently, let us just let that be. Apparently, there isn't um, an event other Avenger in this movie, but some say it's Cap, some say it's this scene, or it could be extra footage that they cut, paste together of you know Tony Stark in heaven, and then she's like Tony, and he's like Nat, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, I mean, I'd like to see all of that. I just really would like to see her in a film without any of the guys. Like, forget the dudes. Make this about Natasha and becoming, I mean, reconciling her past or resolving it or whatever that is. I would just like it to be that. Although I do know that if I was a multimillionaire celebrity like Robert Downey Jr., I would purposely just like fly to the city in which Black Widow is being filmed just to mess with people. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think (laughs) I think this needs to be just her film. Let her have her moment. Like they said, um the Russo brothers, I think then they say they were like, we, we gave cap his moment. We gave Tony his moment, but we gave or Kevin Feige might've said this. and was like, no, nah, we gave her off her film, which isn't really right. And the she same, was, but it's fine. Right. Whatever the trailer, I guess we have to wait to see what the trailer is, but do you think that the fact that the last, what five, six Marvel films have been billion dollar films that they like, don't want this one to not break that mold especially you know, with especially with nothing really else coming out well they have the eternals coming out like five months later but is the eternals gonna break it is it the eternals gonna be a billion dollar movie i don't know if it will um i mean unless unless the eternals is just whack i mean that star it's angelina jolie it's selma hayek people are gonna it's kit harrington like people are gonna go that i think will break a billion okay I I would like to say that Black Widow would break a billion. The cynical side of myself thinks it's not going to, but Captain Marvel did, and Captain Marvel was unknown. Brie Larson was unknown. This is Scarlett Johansson. We've seen her for the last decade. That's a good point. You know, point. I think that there's a really good chance that it'll be a billion-dollar film. But the cynical side of me is like, a female-led superhero film, the people aren't ready for it. But obviously, Captain Marvel proved that, and... She had no foundation. That's a good point. Like that's a great point. Um, Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson. The other thing is, it's also award season, and everyone and Disney and Kevin Feige, everyone's pulling cards for for Robert Downey to to get that Oscar nod. Speaking of awards, the Emmys, I didn't realize had two weekends. They got the Creative Art Awards, which was last weekend, and then this Sunday is the Prime Times. Yep. Leading the way is Game of Thrones with fourteen. Barry, also another HBO show, uh, with Bill Hader, has uh, yeah, I yeah HBO nine. had a, had one hundred and thirty seven nominations wow. in total. Wow! And then Netflix had one hundred and seventeen. Yo, yeah, I was ten supr- of which were for Queer Eye. I was yeah, there was a lot of Queer Eye awards uh, that won already, plus whatever's coming. And eleven up. for for when they see us. Um, I'm trying to think. I, there was a couple of people I thought had a opportunity or uh, a nod. At, at the Emmys, but I can't think of them right now. I think that the Emmys are getting really unfair to regular television, right? Like HBO and Netflix can do things that NBC and ABC and CBS absolutely cannot. Are you sure? Budget. You think language topic? Lang- I will get nudity. It. But I feel like NBC and ABC, like the regular networks, have a lot more money to play with. Game of Thrones was the most expensive television show 
ever made by leaps and bounds. But like you look at a show like The so, Simpsons where people cast members are getting like millions of dollars an episode, and there's like okay, and so there's fine. like we'll take we'll take and there's and there, we'll take money off the table. Well, you can't. But you just in, said that that's the most expensive show. You can't take if you take it off the table, then then what does Game of Thrones really have? I think that it's unfair because HBO's acting topic, all of those. HBO and Netflix have a major advantage in the performances that they can evoke because they can do adult content that primetime television cannot. So I always feel bad when these, you know, HBO and Netflix are sweeping this, but like they can swear, they can mm. have nudity, they can be graphic, they can well, that you, show you, roles and characters that you that you don't see. But you think that the adult content would sway voters for the emmy awards i would say that the roles that you can get that doesn't have whatever the regulation network is involved in it you mean the are FCC? Be significant. It's, like, it's like the difference between a pg and an r-rated movie are you, how many oscar award winning performances come out of pg movies that's a i mean i guess and how many a, come out of r-rated movies it's a valid argument and there's another whole uh topic of how the rating system is essentially put together and who's responsible yeah I just think that like these, cha- you know, like I just feel bad. Like there's pro- there's quality programming that's happening, but I think it's a little bit like apples to apple pie. Speaking of things making money off of other projects and intellectual properties, Warner Brothers is putting together a f- apparently putting together a Funko Pop movie. I imagine this will be very similar to the Lego movie, but uh, according to Deadline, they have confirmed the news about a Funko animated film in the works. The Funko company's CEO, Brian Mariotti, issued a statement to the outlet saying, this isn't about selling toys or building a brand. The team at Warner uh, Animation Group have a unique vision of what the first film should be, and we're extremely excited to take this journey alongside them. Warner Animation Group, uh, director and designer Teddy Newton is working on the film's story with longtime Disney animation director Mark Dindale. Dindale, fuck that up. Who cares? Further contributing behind the scenes. Sorry, sir. Yeah, if you're listening, Mark, we sincerely apologize. Yeah, don't at me, bro. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this will be cool, but I, I again, it's Warner Brothers, so they'll probably won't be able to use as many Marvel or if any Marvel. St- Pops characters, they can only use probably their intellectual property, but that's exciting. It'll be cool. Yeah. It'll. I, I hope it's just as good as the first Lego movie. The second one was kind of bad. I think I gave it. Yeah. A, I think I gave there's it. There's a, a Barbie movie coming out starring Margot Robbie too. So there's a lot of toy in the movie. Yeah, the toy industry in movies is still a upcoming trending thing. But that'll yeah, that'll I don't be. Know. I mean, fun. I. Don't know. <laughs> See what I did there? I'm just, I'm ready. That'll be fun. Yeah. Co. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, but speaking of Warner Brothers, we totally glossed over that whole project, but that's all it is. The uh, official list of su- the cast for Suicide Squad has been officially dropped. Director Ga- uh, James Gunn tweeted the cast for his upco- forthcoming movie, The Suicide Squad, not to be confused with 2016 Suicide Squad on Friday <laughs> in its was like two pages on instagram yeah crazy a lot of people reprising their roles which a lot is, of people that are not confirmed like jared leto or will smith yeah they're not i don't see them being in this film at all because uh james gunn hates jared leto and so do i oh did james tell you that no but it's known he's like i don't like that guy. it's known it's, it's known 
The streets are talking. But there's been lots of rumors uh, of who's playing who. And actually, IMDb has labeled people already. I saw that. Bold maneuver. But Margot Robbie's reprising her role. Uh, I was surprised to see, what's his name? Joel. Kinnaman. Kinnaman, yeah. And as well as Jay Courtney, or Ja Courtney, has come back to play Captain Boomerang, who a lot of people didn't like in the last one. Viola Davis is back. But John Cena. John Cena apparently is going to be play uh, playing Peacemaker. David Dast Malashin. I don't even know how you say that, but he was in like The Dark Knight. Uh, he's a, mm. and he's also in Ant Man. He's the guy who talks about Boba Yega or something like that. He's the like the European what? dude with Ti and and Michael Pena. Oh yes, that dude. He's, he's a, funny. He's a yeah. He's a great actor. Uh, he's apparently playing Polka Dot Man. I know. I mean, I know nothing about the Suicide Squads, and I didn't even finish the first movie. So the problem with the first Suicide Squad film they came out with was that only one person died, or two. Technically, maybe a, two people. Were a lot of people supposed to die? It's called the Suicide Squad. So, like, yeah, they died. That it was like a way to. Well, suicide was, means you die by your own hand, but, sort of. But that was like the part was for DC to kind of kill off a few characters. That's why they started the or a couple of villains why they did it so there's lots of talks lots of rumors about who's playing who but taika watiti's in this lineup it is elba and is supposedly supposedly supposed to be a whole new direction but it's kind of weird it'll be interesting how he pulls it off i don't know how you take a film that you've already kind of started or that already came out and then massage it into something else <laughs> i don't know another word well, and just add the word the in front of it I mean, yeah, it's not even called like Suicide Squad 2 or like Suicide Squad again or. It's on the list for me to actually sit down and like and genuinely watch that film, Mm -hmm. even though it was so terrible that I didn't even finish it. And I don't think there's only one other movie that I remember being like, yep, I'm done in my life with like that. So you saw like Wonder Woman, though, right? Nope. You never saw Wonder Woman? No. no, you should. That's a great film. That's like one of DC's. I've heard it that. It probably is DC's best film. Wonder Woman! <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> let's just get into the main topic. Women. We're all about the women today. We're celebrating them. Baby, round of applause. We love our women. Yep. Yeah, we do. I'm going to let it ride for a little bit so I can get <laughs> uh, First on our list, we're talking about two movies today, which I didn't say at the beginning, but we're talking about um, this, this, this we're talking about Booksmart first, which is a movie that came out a while ago, and I've been meaning to talk about. I saw this pop up, I think, on like Hulu or one of my platforms, and I was like, I need to see this movie. The story okay. follows uh, Deaver and Fieldstein's characters, two academic superstars and best friends who are on the eve of their high school graduation, suddenly realize that they should have worked less and played more. Determined never to fall short of their peers, the girls set out on a mission to cram four years into one night, and it's party central, baby. I'll, I'll get, usually I ask you first for your review, but I'll, I'm going to dive in first just because I never do it. This movie was absolutely great. Hilarious. These girls killed it. Uh, there's a scene where they have their hair over their face and they're trying to like rob this pizza <laughs> dude. All I, This movie was great. I got to give this splash. 
It's a 97% certified fresh and a 77% through the audience on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, this is definitely, I won't want to say ripoff, but it's the same movie as Superbad. It's the same movie as every one last night to live it up high school. With your best friend. You know, Dazed and Confused, American Pie Prom Night. It's, you know, it's that whole yeah, it's the, story. It's the Losers Club. Like, two, we're not the most famous people in school, but people know who we are and we want to be we want to be accepted by our peers and blah 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 before we dip out of here. Oh man, this movie was great. I loved this movie. It was funny as fuck. I laughed a lot and I was so glad to see both these girls. This girl was on that show with or is on that show with Tim Allen. Um was it Last Man Standing? Mhm. And so that was where I first saw her, but um yeah, all the actresses and actors in this movie were, were pretty good. I, I had a great time watching this film. What'd you think? Meh. You gave it a meh? <laughs> yeah, I on paper, this movie would be my favorite. Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. I thought this movie was I mean, hilarious. I, yeah, I I was laughing I out didn't. loud. I'm sure you were. My mom was too. Oh, okay. Thanks, mom. I, yeah. Mary, Mary Comfort liked this movie. I just, I mean, I liked it and on paper, but I just, I wasn't feeling it. I just felt so predictable to me. It just didn't lead up to the hype that you had for it? I just wanted them to not fall into the same storyline that all of these films fall into where the kids end up getting into an argument and the pinnacle of it. And like, I just wanted the, the girls not to fall for the bullshit after four years of really intense friendship to not all of a sudden be at each other's throats over their love interests. Like I felt like, Oh, here we are girls fighting about a dude. But that's what high school and, is. Know? I mean, that's what high school is. Yeah. Also, but there's so many other characters. There's so many other high school. Go ahead. There's so many other characters in this movie that are so well written and are so funny. Like if, the girl if, that keeps if, popping if up out of nowhere. Is, oh, Gigi. Yeah, Gigi. I love Billy Lord from. I mean, she was in. She's one of my favorite actors she's in, in American Horror Story. Yeah, she's she was on Jimmy Fallon talk, talking about American Horror Story. She's funny. Yeah, she's fantastic. And the, uh, I just, if this is what high school is about, like, what, did you go to parties like that in high school? Was that what high school looked like for you? Because I, I partied a lot in high school and nothing was like that. I didn't party so a lot. Pick. I didn't party a, a lot in high school, but I've been to a party that, I mean, what What do you mean? Like, what wasn't? Like, 300 people I've been at a, this I've house. Been... Everyone's in the pool. I mean, I grew up in Minnesota, so. But, like, I just, I'm like, okay, so if we're going to. Yeah, no, I, I've been to a party stereotypes. Like that. I've been to a party. I don't like know. That. Okay, well, maybe not. Grew up in California. Uh. Maybe not people like in a pool. Nah, I basically have been up in a. You pool were a party like that in high school. Yes, I can say that I I was at a like end of the year party like that in high school. It's on a hill, parents gone, can't incriminate the people whose party it was at. But I'm sure they're all listening and gonna be really mad. Yeah, no, they're not. I I just didn't, I don't know. And I'm disappointed because, you know, 
two super smart, nerdy, focused young women. Wait, can we talk about the opening scene, you know, though? Can we talk about the opening scene real quick where they're just dancing out in front of the car? And then she's like, are we going <laughs> to like, how could you not laugh at that? She's like, are, are we going to go to I school think, yet? Are we I mean, what, what are we doing? Yeah, no. OK, I, just, I guess we should go to school mm-hmm. and then they go to school. I mean, I, do, I loved Molly. I really related to Molly. If anybody's going to play me in a film about me being young, she totally could. I just. I don't know. It just didn't click for me. I wasn't jazzed about it or telling people like you have to go see this or this is a must see. I was like, all right, another coming of age film, although much more modern and more inclusive. Yeah, I mean, Again, it's definitely a super girls getting a fight about. Bad. But it's a super bad right. formula. I get it. It's been done. Yeah, I just I thought it was I saw I thought the comedy styling of it set it apart from whereas like two dudes versus two girls and how those so i don't know if they took that frame and like built on it but i mean yeah i wasn't anything that was like groundbreakingly new but i love i laughed a lot and i thought this movie was good so i gave it a splash but you're giving it a man it's okay we can agree to disagree i just don't i don't i didn't believe that like molly would let a dude mess her up so much and not have the information like she seems somebody who's pretty certain of herself and like acts she's on also, things that she knows are sure things but and she's like I just she's like also insecure though she's like insecure as hell the whole movie she shouldn't be she yeah she shouldn't be but she is and that's i think a high school that's normal i think that's normal that's real is that your female experience in high school no but i remember i'm not the only person who was insecure in high school <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I just. Speaking of being yeah, secure I, and I don't know. being about it, about it. Let's talk about Hustlers, baby. Yeah. It's an 88%. It's an 88% certified fresh and a 67% audience score. Katie, tell us about what this movie is all about. This is based on a true story, right? Yes. Okay. So the story is based on, it's kind of inception. It gets a little meta here. But the story is based on an article that was written in New York Magazine about the rise and fall of two exotic dancers who were working at scores in New York City and had been exploiting and embezzling funds from Wall Street types in order to make money when the dancing industry took a serious hit when the market turned in 2008. Pretty simple. Well, and what do you think of the film? <sighs> I That wait, wait, let me Have you ever been to a strip club? Yes. I've never been to a strip club in America. What? Facts. Oh. Facts. Dude, you're a rapper. You should like live there. Punch card. Oh my gosh, I've been to so Anyway, um, don't, you don't have to, you don't I've have been to. to so many strip clubs. What do you think of this movie? I'd, I'm a, I want to love it, but I just can't get past the drugging the guys to exploit them thing. But so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Story, I don't know what my rating is. I know it's based on a true story, but I just I can't like think that this is a total celebration of womanhood and family and empowerment and all of that when that's what they did it's interesting that you thought you think that way because i i definitely didn't think that way anyway what do you rate it splash trash or meh i 
Do I have to? Yeah, you have to. That's what we do on this have, show. I, no, I'm a woman, and, and this is an episode about show. womanhood, and I don't have to do anything a man tells me. Oh my! Are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. Um. Never mind. I'll 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 splash it. I'll splash it. After that, all that you you'll splash it. Interesting. Interesting. I'll splash it, but I have has I have hesitation. It was a hard splash. It was like hard for you to, to splash that. Just on principle alone. Well, I am I. You can't knock a true story for if that's the true story for what this film is portraying. I thought this movie. I thought Jennifer Lopez looked great. Uh, my idea of strip clubs is very much this. Yeah, how, dude, you should have gone to one for research. I can't, you, everybody knows better that I can't uh, just afford to walk into a strip club for, quote, research. Anyway. You don't have to spend money. You can just sit there. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I got a streak going. I'm just going to keep it going, I guess. Anyway, my opinion on Next this film. Next time we're together. Next time we're together, we're going to a strip club. Fine. We'll see if that happens. Oh. <laughs> we, I, I'm putting it in my notebook right now anyway moving on to my thoughts about <laughs> hustlers I, I should say that my mother thought it thought this was an excellent movie and that jennifer lopez's body is perfect i can't argue with your mom on that i was thoroughly don't impressed. ever argue with my mom i mean we could disagree to agree on some topics <laughs> i'm sure but i as far as jennifer lopez and her body like i can't argue that right and she's 50 and she's 50. So, yeah, I thought this movie, the storytelling in it was pretty good. The characters were mediocre. I will say I was, I'm a little biased as far as Cardi B's part. I gave her a lot more benefit of the doubt because I saw the an interview with Jennifer Lopez on Jimmy she's Fallon. She's adorable. I saw an interview with Jimmy Fallon and Jennifer Lopez, and she was like, I called Cardi B. It was like, this is your world. You should be in this movie. And she had a, I thought she, I was expecting her to have a bigger role than she did. She was okay. I was, it was believable. It was fine. Um, I think this story is pretty good. It basically tells the story of some, of a friendship kind of people doing what they got to do to survive and, and doing any, anything necessary to do so. So it's kind of weird to hear you say that if this was like a gang movie where someone's selling drugs and shooting people to make an ends meet, that how that might be kind of different, but. Yeah, I mean, drugging fucking bros on Wall Street who are scumbags, I, that didn't bother me. Like, I know that that's a real, a real thing. <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't, I mean, I mean, you gave it a splash, so it didn't me. bother you enough. I, well, no, it, like, it doesn't bother me that that's happening, especially because these men and, you know, were the cause of our terrible recession in 2008 and none of them served a day for doing unethical illegal things I get what and you're saying. ruining like they, people's lives i get what so, you're saying they shouldn't be drugged and almost killed for that specific reason but the reason that it bothers me is i know that like if the tables were turned and these were men doing this to women and i know that there's a, obviously a very clear power dynamic that's happening here but there isn't also at the same time because the dancers are holding this power i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why and walking away i'm gonna tell you why this would never work if the tables would turn it's because guys aren't that smart it's the bill cosby story 
No, yeah, guys, guys are, are not that smart. These girls crafted that. Sh- the g- women are ten times smarter than men when it comes to being crafty. Don't get it twisted. To, men, women are ten times smarter than men when it comes to anything, everything. That's what I'm saying. They cook up the batches and all that in this film, and and they they plan it out, and they they don't do what insane people do in, in the sense of doing the same thing over and over again. They adjusted the market, like they they analyze the analytics. To make sure, oh. like, they broke it did down. You read the, did you read the article? I that didn't this read the article. But what I'm going to say is, I thought this movie is a meh. But okay. that's based on some of the acting, some of the stuff with, like, the fact that she didn't know who was interviewing her, I thought was kind of weird. And there was that whole, like, flashback. It was kind of like a, and then at the end, it became like this weird, like, documentary style shot film where it wasn't so yes. much at the beginning. It was where it lost points for me as far as a film. but Right. I wish that they would have kept that documentary music video thing. That whole like zoom in, zoom out, baking the drum. Like I wish that they would have kept that more consistent. But at the end, obviously, you know, we get into some spoilers here. But one girl takes a plea because she's got a child. But which is I thought also was weird because Jennifer Lopez has a child. And it was like you didn't think about her child, which may may be a thing that happens. I'm also watching this Meek Mill documentary, which is a whole nother story. But I still thought it was a man. I thought Jennifer Lopez was this is probably one of her better roles anyway, except for maybe she's getting Oscar buzz. No, nah, I wouldn't. Uh, this movie is not Oscar worthy. She's getting. I'm telling you that that's you know it's, in multiple articles. It it's doing well at the box office. is higher than expectations, but this movie is not Oscar worthy. No, I, I mean, I don't think so either, but I also don't think, you know, RDJ all, I, should get one. Apparently critics, critics love this movie because they gave it an 88%. Yeah. I mean, it got four out of four stars in the St. Paul was more conservative city paper. So, and people thought it was great. I just, I gave it a splash simply because it's really entertaining. It's a very accurate representation of what happened i love the fact that it was directed by women starring women it really causes you to look at well the greed of wall street that happens on this large scale that has serious consequences why do we judge that differently than the perceived greed of exotic dancers and the small scale that they do it on the first part of the film to the last part of the film it takes a while to get there which is also why i didn't it was a splash worthy but for all the things that you're saying it's a great film i agree with you i and all the reasons that you're saying meh i agree with you too so it is what it is but i want to know what everybody else is thinking about book smart and hustlers besides the fact that jennifer lopez looks phenomenal absolutely kills it in this role let us know what your thoughts are on hustlers as well as book smart because i love hearing all the feedback you can hit us up on Instagram at Splash Podcast, as well as in the email tip at gsplashbc at gmail.com. Man, we we soaked up a lot of stuff and we got into some great stuff tonight, so I'm, I'm super jazzed. Yeah. Another round of applause for that. This is Summer Sessions number 26. Man, 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 man. Uh, we'll be back next week where we're talking all about... What are we talking about, Katie? Space and Stallone. We got two movies that Katie needs to catch up on. So get your Rambo card. I'm not ready. watching any Rambo movies. 
I'll see this one, but I'm not watching Rambo. They drew first blood. That always reminds me of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Anyway, we got episode 100 coming up, too. Hit us up. You know what it is. It's G-Splash, baby. I'm Bradley Baxter. This is Katie. We out of here, baby. Peace. Bye.